trivia question here. Name the five canons of rhetoric. <laughs> yeah, I probably couldn't do it either. Crystal Joy Campbell here. Thanks for being here at Classical Matters. The five canons are the how-tos of rhetoric. But not being a master of this art can make it all seem pretty complicated and overwhelming. So join me today as we attempt to make these five canons simple, easy, and memorable so that we can get back to the actual task at hand, the task of educating our children. Like most of you, I did not receive a classical education, so I feel in some ways like I'm always trying to play catch up to stay just those few inches ahead of where my children are at in this classical education thing. At one point, I knew I couldn't do a deep dive into rhetoric, so I set to the task of simplifying things. I understood that each of these learning arts, the trivium, needed to work alongside each other in tandem, regardless of the age or stage of the child. What my brain needed was a simple, easy, and memorable way to view and understand these arts so I could use it not just with my teens, but with my littles as well. Once I became clear on the whys and the whats of rhetoric, I set to simplifying the how-tos. When I first approached the skills and tools of rhetoric, the language itself was so foreign to me. Words like canon, invention, elocution, progymnasmata were all floating around. This was complicated for my tired brain. So, I simplified things, not to reduce these oh-so-important tools and skills of rhetoric, but to give me some strong starting points to move forward with. So today, we're going to dive into the five canons and leave the progymnasmata for next week. Formally, the five canons are the means of persuasion, the way we go about using the oral or written word to move delight, and instruct others. A canon is simply a principle or a category. In the liberal arts tradition by Clark and Jane, they even refer to the canons as five questions to ask. Traditionally, the five canons are invention, arrangements, elocution, memory, and delivery. In classical rhetoric for the modern student, they are listed as definition, comparison, circumstance, relationship, testimony. Even though I was coming to understand each of these canons more and more, the categories were just not simple, easy, or memorable for this tired mama's brain. I wanted to be able to use the five canons not just with my teens, but with my little ones as well. So they had to be applicable to a variety of ages. The first canon, Invention, is really about taking stock of the idea or the topic. It's about forming solid definitions or discovering what the argument really is. And again, this can be done quite formally by a skilled rhetorician, but it can also be done by someone like myself, who is yet to be a master. And it can even be done by little ones. I use the words harmony and discord to remember this canon. Asking where is the harmony and where is the discord? Littles generally have a pretty keen eye for these type of things. It's like those puzzles that you can play. You know those ones where there's a picture and there's something that just doesn't belong. Or there is something that is out of place. 
The first canon sets our starting point in persuasion. It lays out the what of the situation. The second canon is arrangement, and it's about the how. How best to arrange the tools and skills that I have so as to get my point across. And here, we don't only consider the content, but the context as well. Who is my audience and what are their needs? How best will my audience receive what I'm trying to communicate? I call this be present. And I ask, am I present to my audience and to the topic or idea I'm trying to communicate? Elocution is the third canon, and it calls upon the rhetorician to use the arts of grammar and dialectic, using proper use of language and logic to be sure that what is communicated is understood by the audience. This is highly skills-based, and this is where the use of the progymnasmata becomes valuable. Now, the progymnasmata is basically a program of skill development. For my own brain, I just use the word skills, not style, because I need to remember this is not so much about dressing it up as it is about using the rules of language and logic to best communicate. The canon concerned more with dressing it up is called delivery. It's the creative element in the delivery of the communication. It's speaking well and speaking fittingly. I call this one poetics because it reminds me more of the creative and dramatic aspect of this canon. And then we come to the canon of memory. It's not only memorizing the speech, but drawing from your storehouse of memory as well. It's first having a large storehouse to be able to draw from, and then accessing it, drawing from it to make connections, and to be able to recall relatable topics or ideas for your audience. Drawing from a well-stocked storehouse will give an advantage in the ability to connect with your audience. Like I said, for this tired mama brain, I needed simple, easy, and memorable hooks to hang my hat on, ones that are relevant and applicable across all ages and stages. So the hooks I use now are harmony and discord, be present, skills, poetics, and memory. I jot these down in my planner to remind me that these are what I'm trying to encourage in the art of rhetoric with my children. That as I become more aware of them and I use them, I become a better image for my children to imitate. I keep them handy to remind myself that these five canons are very natural to our everyday living, right from the littles all the way up to the seniors. We all use them in our everyday lives. We assess and look for harmony and discord and lay out the what of the situation. We are present to a variety of circumstances and people that we encounter, and we adjust how best to communicate. We use a variety of skills to communicate effectively, to be sure our communication is indeed moving, delighting, and instructing. And we use a variety of modes when speaking, some more dramatic than others, some more simple and some more complex, some slower and some faster. 
all dependent on whether we are trying to move the hearts, instruct the minds, or delight the imagination. We use poetics. And lastly, we engage our memory, our storehouse of knowledge, so to better connect with our audience. As we become more attentive to the use of the five canons in our daily lives, we become more proficient at employing them. And there will be a time when a formal rhetoric program needs to be introduced. But at the start, if this rhetoric thing is new to you, once the whys and the whats of this art are grasped, one of the best things we can do is to recognize how natural and useful these canons are in our everyday communication. Keep it simple, easy, and memorable, mamas, as you continue to hone your craft as a classical educator. And you will know when the time is right and appropriate for you to go deeper and broader into your journey as a classical homeschool mama. I hope these short episodes of Classical Matters give you a springboard for the rest of your week to think, explore, contemplate, ponder, and discuss classical education. You know, I would really love to hear from you because real transformation happens through dialogue, conversation, and community. Leave me a comment by following me on Facebook or reach out to me through my website. Both are linked in the show notes. Share this with a friend and follow the Classical Matters podcast and join the great conversation of classical education. And don't forget to tune in next week as we learn about the pro gymnasmata. Blessings for your week.